everybody, and welcome to our very first episode of Middle Ground. I'm Joe, And I'm Caroline. And we are just so excited to be here. It seems like we've been talking about this for, I don't know, a long time. Yeah. And sure. uh, yeah, we're learning that we laugh too hard to record an <laughs> intro. <laughs> and we cannot get it together, but we are trying. Yeah. For you guys, we will get it together. Yes. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, you can do have the honor. You can do the honor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm 27 years old. I grew up in Missouri and then ended up in Northwest Arkansas for college. Uh, post-college, I entered into small business world, becoming a wedding photographer. Um, it's been about four years since I went full-time at doing that. And in that time, I've been fortunate enough to photograph nearly 200 weddings and almost, well, actually exactly 100 with Caroline, which Yay. is pretty wild. And uh, I am married to my wonderful husband, Matt, and uh, I don't exclusively do wedding photography anymore. I have moved into doing business education with young entrepreneurs as well as uh, content creation for brands and Instagram. And my newest venture is TikTok. We yeah. love TikTok. Uh, so She's kind of a big deal, so look her I- up. <laughs> turning red. I'm not a big deal. I'm literally the smallest of deals. Um, So Caroline, tell us about you. Hi everyone. I'm Caroline. I'm originally from Northwest Arkansas. I'm 20 years old and after high school I decided to not take the college route and I decided instead to take a gap year and live in Italy. I don't consider it a gap year because it wasn't a gap (laughs) between anything other than her and adulthood, but it's fine. It was a kind of fake gap year because I knew all along that I probably wasn't going to go the traditional route and attend a university, but I say gap year and Joe gets mad every time. Every time I talked to her that year, she's like, well, I might go to college. And I was like, that's such bullshit. (laughs) So I never went to college. Um, Those of you out there that have not, woohoo, I hope you're doing well. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so when I came back from Italy, I jumped straight into adulthood and I started shooting again with Joe. Um, Snagged her back. It was great. She got me back. And I do my own photography as well. I specialize in seniors, portraits, um, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, I guess we should tell them, like, how we met. Yeah. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can start. Okay. So, (laughs) Caroline and I met uh, five years ago. A little over five years ago. That's crazy. I know that is really crazy. (laughs) Caroline was 15 years old. Baby Um, walla. Yeah. I was 22. (laughs) And I had just started into photography, I guess. Um, I'd graduated college. I was working um, a really entry-level job, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to get off the ground with wedding photography, and I planned this styled shoot at a venue. And when I got there, the owner of the venue uh, said, Who was my mother. (laughs) Yeah, Caroline's mom, um, pulled me aside and asked, Hey, can my daughter follow you around and shadow you while you're shooting today. And I was like, yeah, sure. And the shyest little 15 year old steps out from behind her with her camera (laughs) and doesn't say a word to me. (laughs) Um, And we get maybe five, 10 minutes into shooting and Caroline's mom. Do what? (laughs) I start kind of warming up. Yeah. You warmed up a little bit, um, but you really warmed up when Leanne, Caroline's mom, stepped out the front door and was like, hey, Caroline, don't you have swim practice? And my ears immediately perked up uh, because I was a swimmer my entire childhood. And I was like, swim practice? And I was like, yeah, I swim. And then that opened me up more. Yeah, definitely. it opened a door and we just immediately connected. And 
But that was, like, it's not like we talked after that. We had that shoot and whatever, and then it wasn't until six months after that. uh, I had a second shooter cancel on me for a wedding and last minute needed somebody. And something in my heart (laughs) told me, text the now 16-year-old, she just turned 16, to second shoot for you. Uh, (laughs) And I did, and the rest is kind of history. It was a slow start. Yeah. Caroline's definitely not one to open up right away. That's something that we don't have so much in common. Um, We're very different. very much the extrovert, and I'm very much the introvert of our friendship. Yeah, but I love that. So I love – I call all my people lockboxes because they're kind (laughs) of hard to get to know. Um, But I love that because I like to take the time to get to know them and try and get them to open up with me. And um, Yeah, so we just got really close. We've now shot – a hundred weddings together. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Caroline can read my mind. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. much the coolest thing ever. Um, highly recommend if you ever meet anybody like that, keep them around. <laughs> but uh, so podcast, here we are. Yeah. And this is crazy. About three weeks ago, Caroline came to me and said, I'm ready. I'm ready to start this podcast. And we've been talking about it for about probably two or so years. Um was the first time we brought it up but I obviously was younger and wasn't ready to start we were in a subway on the way home from a wedding yes we were and we were like we should do it like let's do it and and then Caroline moved to Italy yeah basically (laughs) so I forgot all about it and then like Joe said three weeks ago I was like Joe let's do it let's buckle down let's get it done let's do it and so here we are and so we decided on middle ground uh that's the name of the podcast Mm -hmm. and the reason we chose that is there's a lot of differences between Caroline and I, but we think what makes our friendship so special and the way we look at life so special is we're always seeking out the middle ground Mm -hmm. in everything. So Caroline's Gen Z. I'm a millennial. She's an introvert. I'm an extrovert, et cetera, and so many other things. Um, But we're always looking for each other's perspectives and seeking out that middle ground. And so that's where the name came from. Yeah. (laughs) But what we're really trying to bring you guys is – healthy conversations about what the heck your 20s are trying to figure all of this life stuff and adulting stuff Mm -hmm. out we want it to relate to you whether you're 18 and you're just out of high school and you're diving into college or you're choosing not to go to college or you are an entrepreneur who has passions we really want to be able to speak to you on that and help you on that journey and help you manifest your dreams. And so our whole podcast is going to kind of revolve around that. And Caroline's huge on manifesting. Oh, yeah, so big. I'm a big believer of what you put out into the world you get back. And so I feel like my whole life I've been manifesting um, everything into my life. Like a lot of people ask how I have done so many things at such a young age. And I'm like, I freaking manifested it. Like, I don't. But she really does. Yeah, like when it's she a says skill, that. and people look at me like crazy, but it's changed my life. So yeah. I've watched her do that, and I've watched her say, like, even with the weather, which mm-hmm. I know that's really not <laughs> supposed to be possible, but I swear Caroline's yeah. magic. She's like, my no, boyfriend, my current boyfriend manifested him into my life. She is not kidding. We are dating. We are happy together. <laughs> she is not kidding. I Guys. manifested him. Okay, when was that? Last August? It last was last August, August I met the kid. His name is Christopher. He's wonderful. Hi, yeah. Chris. I hope you're listening. Um, <laughs> Caroline comes back from 
this date and I'm like, how was it? And she was like, it was good. It was fine. I was like, are you going to go on a second date? And she was like, probably not. I'm just not that interested in dating right now. I'm not there. And I'm like, okay. And then 15 minutes later she goes, but I met my husband today. And I'm like, oh no. (laughs) It was the kid. So I went on this date and then he brought me back to his apartment that he lived at and Chris was his roommate. Yeah. But Chris and Caroline did not go on a date until no. many, many, many months yes, later. Yes, I wasn't, like... It wasn't I scandalous. I didn't swoop in and, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was appropriate. But for... I'm not kidding. The next six months before she went on a date with him, she's like, no, him and I are going to go on a date. Yeah, it's going to happen. She I was putting it. good vibes out there. I didn't even know his last name. And then in February, I get the text, hey, I got your number. Like, do you want to go on a date? I was like, yes, it works. <laughs> Like, uh-huh. Sure. Love so. to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're huge on manifesting around here. But I think a huge part of that manifesting and what we're going to kind of talk about today is trusting your instincts and trusting the signs that your body gives mm-hmm. you. Caroline and I are huge about gut feelings. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, and running with them. Like, if you have those, that's a sign. And that's also tied into manifestation. Like, you have to give, like, what you're given, you have to just run with, I feel like. And it's definitely helped both our careers and even, like, how we met. Joe had a gut feeling to hire me as a 16-year-old. Like, yeah. why? I have no idea. But she did. <laughs> and I was, like, so nervous, obviously, when she texted me that. But it was a gut feeling of mine, like, okay, I have to. Like, this is an opportunity. And you didn't act nervous once you were there, which I think is really important about at least what I've learned whenever I get that like initial instinct that mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I have to really trust it. I have to be like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, I know that I kind of fell into that. The example I was going to use is whenever I did my first workshop. So mm-hmm. I did my first workshop for photographers, uh, back in December. And I think it was in October that <laughs> I looked at Caroline and I was like, we're having a workshop. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, we're having a workshop. Like. Yeah, and the next day, literally 24 <laughs> hours later, I put it on my Instagram. I'm like, workshop, these dates, let's do it. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, so have you been planning this for months? I was like, yeah. <laughs> we're yep. like, we literally just were like, no, 24 hours. All. We had six weeks. We had six weeks to put it mm-hmm. together, and we were like, we can do it. And right. we did. Yeah, and it was beautiful, it- and people loved it. I cried like a baby, <laughs> like a baby, because I was so proud of Joe in the moment, and we just Aww, ran for it. She like, really did cry. It was She yeah. made me cry. Uh, <laughs> and it was incredible, and I really think that's a good example of a time that my instincts told me, hey, now's the time. And so we went for it. And I'm not going to say that every time I get that feeling, it works right. out perfectly. Sometimes it is anxiety. <laughs> <I'll give you laughs> yes. Um. And, and sometimes I feel like I take that leap and I fall. But I'm I'm also, uh, I think that when we fall, it's really important because those are learning lessons too. Right. So I'm always like, I always tell myself, I'm like, oh, well, my instinct was just trying to teach me a lesson. <laughs> right. And like for me, um, I just had it, damn it. I was going to say a good point. Caroline looks like she's about to tell us the best story in the world. For but me, just... I always look at, like, the future me. So, like, me in 82 years, am I going to regret not doing... You think you're going to live to be 102? Oh, damn. That's a lot. <laughs> hey, maybe. I met 82-year-old to be Caroline. A, 102... <laughs> I she might. would 100% jump out of planes at oh, 102. Yes. yes, definitely. Enneagram 7. Yeah. Um, 
that didn't make any sense. We're, <laughs> we're big about the Enneagram, but we're like not Enneagram coaches or have any kind of no. professional training in the Enneagram. But we are obsessed. Yeah, we are obsessed with it. I'm a three wing four. I'm a seven wing eight. Ugh. And the best. we're a good time. Yeah, we are a good time. <laughs> no, but what I was saying is I always, whenever I have the gut feelings and I'm like, is it anxiety? Is it a gut feeling? I always look at future Caroline. So say 82 year old Caroline. Would she regret not doing those decisions? For example, when I was deciding to take a gap year or go to college, I was like, I will really regret regret not moving to Italy. Like, I'll never get my 18th year back, if that makes sense, because I moved when I was 18. I was like, I'll never get that year back. And so I went Did to live it to the Did you ever question yourself, like, wondering, though, if you would feel that way about college? Say that again. Did you ever question yourself feeling that you might feel that way about college, though? Like that you might regret not having the experience of college? Yeah, definitely. I went back and forth for a while, but my, I had to trust my gut in the way of how I live my life, how I want a... How you want to feel fulfilled. Yeah, and like how I just thrive to fill my life with adventure and all of that college is always going to be there whether I go at 18 years old or 19 because for you I guess it was just a gap year so it was like right so if I went at 19 great but I can still go back at 25 I can still go back at and get that education 63 like that's how my mindset was was I will never get this year of me traveling the world experiencing all the things I did does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's just um, my experience was totally different because going out of high school, I went straight to college and mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a great experience right. in college and I think it's different for everybody. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's so interesting. And I kind of hate that the world tells us that everybody needs to call, go to college. Or like when I talk to people who took a gap year, like everybody should do this. And I really right. think that everybody needs to trust in who they are. Yeah, their life path and what will guide them to be the best version of themselves. Because I think for you, the choice to take the gap year and not go to college was definitely it. Right. Like, period. I 100% yeah. feel like that was the right choice. Whereas for me, college right. was 100% <laughs> the right choice. Yeah, 100%. And the things that I did then, it's not even comparable. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Are there any stories that you have? Like I talked about the workshop that I think that was a really huge one where I just trusted in my instincts and went from there. But do you have anything? Um, let me think. Um, okay, I have one. So Rome, Italy, I'll set the scene. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. You know this. You were with me. I was with you? Yes. Okay. December of 2018. I wasn't with yes, you. Yes, you were. I was there in January. No, you were there in December. No, I wasn't. It was in January. Okay, January 2019. Here January we go. 2019. Rome, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe and her husband came to visit me, and I was stoked, and we planned these trips around Italy. Yeah, we I went lived to in Milan, Milan and Rome. Yeah. And so this story sets in Rome. And we went to this gelato. Do you know where I'm getting that? Gelato yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gelato boy. I really don't remember his name, so. Gelato boy. It Gelato is. boy, it is. Um, GB. So, <laughs> so, in Rome, we went to the same gelato place. 
It was world-renowned yes. on Yelp. <laughs> yes, and we went to it every single day on our trip. And every single day, Gelato Boy was behind the counter. Okay, pause. So the first day we walked into this gelato <laughs> shop, we walk in and country music, American country yes. music is playing. And Caroline is like, what is going on? I was like on? freaking out because I, I hadn't been living in America for a couple months now. And I was like, country music, what is happening? We're in Rome. Like, am I dreaming? What's happening? So then I looked to the guy behind the counter. I was like, excuse me, like, why are you playing country music? What is up with this? And he's like, oh, I love country music. It is amazing. La, 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 la. And then we start talking. I'm like, oh, you're cute. Like, all this stuff. He was very cute. He was very cute. And so anyways, we get our ice cream the first day. Gelato. Gelato, sorry. It was There's a wonderful. Difference. There is a difference. And um, we come back. We come back. Like I said, Gelato boys We were there, there for four days. And we went to this place. <laughs> we, we did not. There was a cute boy. So we didn't go to any other Gelato <laughs> yeah. place. We and were going back. every single day. Yeah. So... Fast forward, so, like, the second time we went, um, he saw my name on my credit card. He was like, there you go, Caroline. Like, he was obviously flirting with me. I was like, great, love this, love this attention for me. And then <laughs> third time we go, he, like, gives me extra goodies. Like, I pay for my ice cream. And he gives her, like, these chocolates. Yeah, and I was like, and... oh, that's so sweet. And he was like, on me, it's okay. I'm like, perfect. And then I, then the last night we go, yeah. and Joe... Because I wasn't going to say anything because I'm shy, by the way. I'm not outgo. I mean, I can get there, but mainly on the shy side. So Joe is like, we're, we're ordering our ice yeah. cream. Like it was at the beginning. We're ordering. He's like, how are you guys? How's your day going? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's so good. But we're sad because this is our last night in Rome. Yeah, and like, she said this on purpose. We leave early in the morning. <laughs> hint, hint. And, and it's late. It's like it 10.30 p.m. Yeah, at night. 10.30 p.m. We decided to get... One last gelato before we head home, go to board. bed. We have an early train, like 6 a.m. Yes, and you can see, like, the pure sadness in gelato. But he's like, you guys leave tomorrow? He was devastated. <laughs> and like, so we go back and we eat our ice cream. And he gives it to us for free. So he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, on me. <laughs> like, it's your last night in Rome. It's on me. We're like, awesome. So then we sit down, me, Matt, Joe, and then... We're like, okay, we have to tip the guy. Like, yeah. So we get all our euros together. And Matt and I, we <laughs> hand her all the money, and we're like, Caroline, you have to go tip him. I was like, oh, my God. And there was, like, of course, this, like, beautiful tip jar. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. And he was, like, kind of outside, gelato boy. and so Just outside the front of the shop, mm-hmm. like, in the street. So, and he can, yeah, he's seeing us the whole time. So I stuff the euros into the tip jar, and the gelato boy runs after me. He's like, don't do that. It's No, that's so unnecessary, la, la, la. So then I'm, like, leaving, and it's literally, like, a movie scene. He turns around. This was crazy. So we walk out of this place. I feel like I need to explain yes. this because it it really was – I felt like Caroline in this moment was Lizzie McGuire. A hundred percent. Like, I've never had – it wasn't even my <laughs> life, but I would put it down in my life as the most cinematic moment, even though it had nothing to do with like, me. Like, I was definitely the main character. Yes, I was definitely just a supporting role, <laughs> but I'll take it. It was cinematic. Uh-huh. We are walking out, and it's like like the streets are almost empty. It's like a chilly yeah, like January night. Yes. And this man comes running out of the gelato shop. He's like, me. Caroline, Caroline, and I was like, wait, what? wait. And Caroline, and I like, turned, turned around. <laughs> like, it was like my all hair in slow motion. In the wind. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I have to take you on a date. Well, like, I have to. Before you leave, yeah. I have to take you on a date. Like, I must. Like, he, 
he was not accepting no. And so I was like, okay, cool. When? Like, it's 10 p.m. And he's like, I close at midnight. Meet me here at... 12.30. Yes, 12.30. And I was like, okay, cool. Left him. But Caroline turns around expecting Matt and I to be like, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah, because they're older and I'm just like... We're like protective older siblings Yes, 100%. So I turned around and they're just like... Yeah, <laughs> for some do reason it. we I was were like, like, "Okay, I'm doing this," yeah. but like I was so like I didn't even get the guy's number. I was like, "Okay, meet me here at twelve thirty. That was my only instructions. I was like, "Okay, I can do that." I question every day why Matt and I thought it was a good idea yeah. in a foreign country <laughs> at twelve thirty p.m. at or a.m. Yeah, at night to let you go on a date with a stranger with like we let her walk back to the gelato shop yep. in the dead of night so then we went back and then i decided to go obviously so i went i met him he was there um he thought i was not going to come anyways long story short we go to this bar and he's very nice he's very cute we didn't have a ton in common he was a little bit older than me uh long story short he's like okay let's get back in the car or he's like i'll drive you home but before I, dro- I drop you off, I want to take you – did he say that? Yeah, he's like, I want to take you to the three best places in Rome. And me being Enneagram 7, me, I was like, yes, And do this it. is the moment when she, the next morning, is telling me this story that I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have let her go. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. So then I get in his car, and he's very nice. Like, no – this is the gut feeling thing. No bad feelings, like – and I'm really – which Matt and I, too, like, we had to really trust our instincts in that moment. Like, is this safe? Is this okay? Right. Because Caroline is, like, our little sister. Yeah. Like, she's family to us, and we would never want to put her in an unsafe position. So I kind of know why you brought this up. I think it's a good... Right. So, so, like, Matt and I trusted him. Yeah. And so then I get in his car, and he starts driving. And he's blaring... Not blaring. He has country music playing. And I'm like, this is just a dream. Like, what is happening? And we're in Rome. I'm with this foreign guy. La, la, la. So we start... He starts driving. But he starts driving up this mountain. And I was like, <laughs> where? Where in the world is this guy going? And he's talking to me like he's fine. Like, he's not being weird. He's not like... Yeah, he's not being weird. And so we, like get halfway up this mountain it's like this curly everything like we're driving in a circle up this mountain if that makes sense yeah and halfway up he's like looks at me he's like okay i need you to close your eyes (laughs) and i was like what the fuck i was like bad gut feeling this is over like i've had a good life he's going to kill me it is donezo and i was like excuse me and he's like I need you to close your eyes. And I was like, um... Caroline's like, this is how I die. Yeah, basically I was like, this is it. Sorry, family. I disappointed you. Like, sorry, world. I trusted the wrong gut instinct. So then I was like, um, I don't really feel comfortable closing my eyes, but I will definitely look down. And he was like, okay. And so we're driving up this... And she said to him that it didn't even, like, register. Like, he didn't think that that was... He didn't think that was a weird comment. He literally, what do you mean it didn't register? Like, whenever he said, whenever you're like, I'll just look down, he was probably like, why won't you just close your eyes? Oh, yeah. to him, he didn't even register that you were like, I'm going to die. He was like, okay, like, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'll just look down. So then we go, we get to the top of this mountain, and he was like, stay there, close your eyes, I will come around to get you. I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is it? This is, like, I was, my heart rate was, like, 
so high, all this stuff. So he comes around. And the around. next morning, she's telling us the story, and she's like, and in that moment, I accepted it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I was like, you know what? I've lived a great life. <laughs> like, if this is how I go, I mean, it. whatever. This is I how I go. I don't know why I think that's so I know, funny, I literally but I accepted do. it. That's not funny. No, it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> I... I was not laughing in the moment either. No. So then he comes around and he gets me out of the car. He like holds my hand and then he, I try to look up, right? Well, rewind. When he runs around the car to come get me, I look up and it's nothing. It is like the top of a mountain, pitch black. It's like 2.30 a.m. And I was like, dang, this is it. This is death. So then he comes around, puts his hands around my eyes and is like, okay, I'm going to count to 30, and then you're surprised. This is, like, one of your surprises. And I wrap my hands behind him, so I'm, like, holding on to him. <laughs> and I was like, bucko, if you're going to push me off this mountain, you're coming with me. Like We're going down together. And so I was gripping onto this guy. I was like, okay. Uh, so he was like, 29, 28, 20. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> he counts down. It's like three, two, one, and he like releases his hands from my eyes, and I was like, and it was the whole skyline of Rome, and I was like, in like a private spot that private nobody spot, and I was pissed. Like I wasn't. It was beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, you didn't tell me this was the spot. Like I was, ah, uh, I was livid. Anyway, she, she was, was like, in fight or flight mode, so oh, she didn't get to enjoy the I view did because not get she just thought she it. was about to die. Yeah, so I was like, oh. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like, he was probably like, this girl's weird. I'm just like, whatever, I live, thank God. So then he gets me back in the car. He takes me to three more beautiful spots um, in Rome, and then he drops me home safely. He's a very nice gentleman, and we said goodbye. Anyways, that was Never long, spoke to him again. Never spoke to him again. I don't know where he is. I hope he – I doubt he's listening to this podcast yet. Yeah, he's probably making gelato. He is. That was his His passion dream. was gelato, it though. It was. You guys, this man – he loved, like, Caroline at the bar. I don't know. This is what stuck with me. Mm-hmm. We love, or at least I love, I feel like you do too. Yes. We love passionate people. People oh, who... 100%. Anybody that... I don't care what you love. Like, you can if, love turtles. Yeah, like, you can love scraping you gum know, off the floor. Yeah. And if, if you love it... If there's a fire in you about that, I will be behind you every step of the way. Like, yes, I will be your cheerleader. All this stuff. So... Back to our bar, like, when we were at the bar, he was like, um, you know, what's your passion? I'm like, photography, you know, uh, curating the life of my dreams, la, la, la. And I'm like, what's yours? Because he works at a gelato shop and all the stuff. So I was like, what's your passion? And he's like, you know what? It is concocting gelato. Like, I love making gelato. And my heart literally exploded. I was like, oh, my God. Pour one out for Gelato Boy. I know. Snaps. I hope he's okay. I hope he's good with coronavirus and all that. And I know. I think about it, I hope, because he, oh, he probably had to shut down his shop. I know. I didn't even think about him. I did. Sad. I know. I don't even know his name. That's okay. That is Gelato okay. Boy. He's cute. He's got, he, and he's got it going for him. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, I don't think he's struggling. Yeah. Anyway. At least not in the girl department. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At least not in that department. Um, yeah, so that's your, your best gut feeling yes. story. Man, I forgot about that. That was a really good time. So, yeah, to wrap that up, it was definitely like a Lizzie McGuire moment. Um, but Lizzie trusted her gut and got in that moped. Very true. And she saw all of Rome. So same thing. Yeah. 
Like, I, I doubt anyone has ever experienced that. True. So. <laughs> so <laughs> where we go from there? Basically, all we're saying is we think that the most important thing, if you're young and you're trying to find your way like us, so far the single most important thing that we've learned is you've got to trust your instincts mm-hmm. with people, with and it doesn't mean um, use your instincts as an excuse for poor decisions. Yes, or 100%. For an excuse to be unkind to people. Mm-hmm. Be nice, work hard, do all those things. But also trust the feelings that you have. And I feel like your 20s, at least in my experience so far, having just entered last week into what I consider my late 20s. Mm-hmm. And I'm an early yeah, very early, <laughs> is um, you have to learn to trust those instincts because life really only gets more complicated mm-hmm. and there are more and more elements the older you get, which can be a really beautiful thing, mm-hmm. but you have to really trust yourself. Right. No, I 100% agree. And I'm sure that you're learning that since you aren't in the college environment where you're around peers and that your life's more curated. Right. Instead, you're kind of having to make those own decisions and really trust. Like, right. And you really don't have a book because it's not like, oh, I got a business degree, so now I'm getting yeah. a business career. I do not have a piece of paper, guys. And you have your high school diploma. <laughs> That's But a <laughs> lot of people aren't up fortunate even enough to right. have I'm very, that. Yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. And I definitely, like Joe was saying, have to do that because I don't have anyone that's my age that I know of personally doing what I'm doing in the path that I'm creating. So, yeah, there isn't a play-by-play. There isn't a play-by-play for anything or anyone, but trusting my gut has been very pivotal. Yes, in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Caroline's been playing this game this whole podcast where she gets, like, four words into a sentence, and then she looks at me and waves her hands in a circle like I'm a thesaurus. Yeah, like she like, has to finish my sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I just say random words until she's like, yeah, I'm that like, yeah, one. That one. <laughs> you, you read my mind. Good job. Okay, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit to your time in Italy just because I think mm-hmm. that it's really applicable, and I'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, I know that you came home. You went to Italy with a one-way ticket. Yeah. And you didn't have a plan for when you were coming home. Like, when she left, she'd been working for me for two years, and she was, like, my right-hand gal. Uh-huh. And she left, and I, I was, was like, peace out. I was <laughs> devastated, because I was like, she's never coming home. Uh-huh. And she had no plans to come home. I was like, she's just going to live in a foreign country No, now. and I, ser- I told everyone that, too. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll live in America again. This is goodbye forever. Like, I was so dramatic, but I really thought that I could make a living and make a life in a foreign country. Yeah, and I was devastated. But <laughs> then you decided to come back in May the mm-hmm. following year. But I remember in that time, I thought maybe you would still move back because it didn't seem like you were satisfied. So I'd love for you to talk on, like, you chose to go back for your birthday that year and, like, yeah, just that whole thing. So, like Joe said, I did end up moving back in May. And when I did, I felt lost and felt that my journey... And my travels kind of came to an abrupt end. Yeah, definitely. And But she came back for my wedding. Y'all, yes, she, I did. <laughs> this is a little... Sorry, I know I just asked you no, a question. I'm going to interrupt you. 
um, Caroline wasn't there for my bachelorette trip or any of my wedding festivities Sad. because she was living in Italy and, uh, which no big deal. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I obviously understood, but, uh, a week before my wedding, she calls me, FaceTimes me mm-hmm. and she goes, surprise, guess what? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, are you okay? Like what's <laughs> going on? She's like, I'm going to be home for your wedding. And I lost yeah, my ever loving mind. <laughs> I was so excited. Mm-hmm. So thanks for being home for my wedding, yeah, no even problem. though you weren't really ready to be home. <laughs> anyway, continue. So, yeah. So, mo- like, coming back to my own culture, and if any of you have experienced that, it's definitely eye-opening in the way, like, I learned so much about another culture, and I came to mine came back to my hometown and everything and I was like I don't like it here and I felt lost and I felt like I kind of outgrew the space that I've grown up in which made me sad obviously and I was like where do I belong where do I fit in where do I go from here so I had this gut instinct to kind of grow up and like even though my I felt like my time with my chapter was close too soon on living in Italy I was like okay, I decided to do that, and now I'm back. And and you shot weddings with me that summer, but I thought you were going to be done because yeah. you weren't happy. Yeah, I wasn't in a ha- – I wasn't – In a healthy mindset. Right, I was not in a healthy mindset. And because of that, um, so that whole summer – You were working. I was working with Joe. I was working part-time with my mom doing interior design things, and I was just, like, unhappy, unhappy. So then summer ended. My birthday's in September, and I was like, I have to go back to Italy for my birthday. Like, I feel like that will make me happy again, like, all this stuff. And so then I booked a flight. My mom was like – and my mom was like, do not go. I was like, I'm going. Like, it's happening. So I went for, like, 20 days. So, like, basically the whole month of September, I went back. I saw all my friends. And as I was there, I felt kind of at peace because I felt like I outgrew Italy as well. Like, I felt like, okay, Caroline, let's be realistic. I don't speak that much Italian. There's no way for me to make a living here. There's no way to have a life. Like, yes, that is a great memory and that is... But and it was I an incredible to, experience. Right, but I just needed to tie it with a bow and move on. And that was a hard, hard lesson for me to go through. But on the plane ride back, I thought I was going to be, like, a disaster like I was in May. In May, I was, like, crying on the plane. It was horrible. But in September, I had this, like, fresh page almost of, like, adulthood. Like, this is what I've chosen. And I didn't go the college route. And I'm not going to. So I need to buckle up. And this is life. And I need to make create the life I want and I can do that easily. And you came back with a whole new breath after that. Yeah. I feel like you came back and you hit the ground running and you were like, let's fill out the calendar. When are our weddings? Yeah. What 100%. are we doing? I shot the most I've, I had ever shot that month, October. And when that's I came back. October is whenever we decided on workshop. Yeah. So she came back with this, like, she was like, let's go. And that really filled my cup. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And we did workshop and we shot a ton of weddings and, planned our second workshop that actually mm-hmm. got postponed because of COVID. So that's taking place next month. Mm-hmm. And now we hear, here we are with the podcast and it's just been a long kind of haul of trusting your instincts. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Where do you see it going? 
Where I, I love asking Caroline this question, and since I have her on a mic right now, I feel like I can really corner her. <laughs> so everybody bear with me as she tries to answer this. Where do I see it going? Yeah, three, five years. What's your goal? What are you manifesting right now? And what are you hoping to share with everybody listening? Um, I'm definitely manifesting, like, a life I'm proud of. And, a lo- like, I want to leave a legacy behind and be a strong leader in my community and, you know, kind of, what's the word saying? Like, go against the odds. Like, I am 20, and that's shocking to a lot of people, and a lot of people don't take me seriously, yes, but I want to... Prove them wrong. Yeah, prove them wrong and just roll with it. So, I don't know exactly where I see myself in two to three years, but... It's definitely, like, doing things I love, not working. Like a traditional job? Yeah. Like not working a nine-to-five. Yeah, and I've learned not that that's bad. It's, again, back to everyone's different, and I would literally drown in a nine-to-five job. I've never worked a nine-to-five, and so I don't really have that experience Yeah, neither do I, obviously. Um, but my husband works a nine to five Mm -hmm. and there are ups and downs, I think, because for me, I watch him and him being able to come home at night and unwind is so nice. Yeah. Uh, like right now personality type, right? It's 10 30 PM. Caroline and I are in my (laughs) closet recording a podcast and we've been working for the last 13 hours. The schedule we work isn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of ties back to what we were saying earlier in that you have to really trust what's right for you. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it might be working for ourselves, working 80 hours a week, but working with our very best friends and laughing our way through the day. Like it works for us and we do a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, And for other people like Matt, a nine to five is awesome for him and he needs that space to be on his own. So you really have to trust what's right for you. And so we don't, while we're both self-employed and doing that, when we're talking career, we want you guys to ask us questions about your nine to five. And Mm -hmm. we want you to have those conversations and discussions with us because we think both can be right for the right Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. So all in all, what we're trying to get at is sometimes you just don't know what you know until you know it. And sometimes your body knows more about what's going on than right. you do. And to be in tuned with your body and with your mindset and be aware. Yeah, for is sure. So important. And and we're going to talk a whole lot more about mm-hmm. it and other stuff too. And so we are excited to be talking with you guys. We're going to be talking lots of business. Look forward to next mm-hmm. episode. Uh, next episode's actually already up. Yeah, so and go check that out. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to be talking all about personal branding. Mm-hmm. So Very get exciting. ready for that. But yeah, so episodes one, two, and three are already up. We wanted you guys to be able to kind of binge listen and get, get to, to know, know us. us. Yeah. But we're excited. We are absolutely loving this opportunity and we hope that you guys will continue to tune in Mm -hmm. yeah thank you guys again thanks mom yeah (laughs) we uh, in our notes my last note i made says um we're happy you're here thanks mom for listening because (laughs) at the very least 
we can rely on our mamas mm-hmm. to be here listening and maybe our grandmothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma just got a new iPhone. So. Oh, and huge. We're on Instagram. We are on Instagram. So we're on Instagram um, at Middle Ground Podcast, yes. I believe. Yeah. And if you want to follow, if you don't already follow Caroline or me, uh, I'm at Joe Johnson Overby. And I'm at Caroline Selty. Yeah. And so go follow us. Uh, if you guys have topics that you want us to talk about, please don't hesitate to send us a yeah, message. We... We'd love some guidance and we're for sure uh, still brainstorming ideas and... And we'd for sure love to do a segment where we take your questions oh, yeah. and just talk about anything that you guys want to talk about with us. So on that note, we hope that you guys are having a wonderful day. And uh, hopefully again, we'll see you in about five seconds in the next yeah. episode. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.